Welcome to the Motivational Podcast, where we talk about ideas to elevate, transform, and heal your life. I'm Carly Williams, and I'm honored to have you here. Let's go. Well, hello there, my friends. So today I'm going to talk about four areas that everybody should set a goal in, what mine are, and what some tools are that you could do as well. So there are four areas that um, I want to be really awesome in my life. I want to have good health, wealth, relationships, especially with like my husband and my family, and um, spirituality. So I've been trying to like elevate every single aspect of those Oh, excuse me. Oh, I got to walk if I'm yawning. 7.30 in the morning. I thought my walk was over, but I'm going to keep walking. Um, so I think everybody should set goals in all four areas that I just mentioned. Health, wealth, relationship, spirituality. And I've obviously been super focused on health and wealth and like creating businesses and like I love that but I feel like it was out of balance with um like like not necessarily we had a bad relationship or anything but I definitely like wasn't focusing on making it like change for the best version of our relationship I just wasn't focusing on it so now I'm like okay I want health wealth relationships and spirituality I've always been spiritual but I've never really thought about it as like a tangible goal of like I want to increase my connection with God I want to increase my spirituality just like I want to increase my endurance and my stamina I want to do the same thing with practicing my spiritual practice so and I want to do it in a way that I design and that's fun for me and not doing it out of obligation because of like what my church says or whatever like I want to do it my way I want to like really get down to like a me and God and what's up God and like help me and I want you involved in my process and I just feel like God truly is my 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 he's cheering me on like he's like he's proud of me and he's here to help me get better and better and I'm just like not doing the shame and the fear because I just don't think that shame and fear come from God at all I think that those come from Satan so when I think about spirituality sometimes I've been like oh I I should do this or I should do that or I should do that or else I'm not gonna have like I'm not God's gonna be unhappy with me and so then he's not gonna help me and I'm like wait a minute like that doesn't make any sense like God's always happy with me there's a lot of goodness and I can access all the goodness that I want and I like he would love it if I did more but I think that he is kind of gentler than I've been he's just gentle like I view him as like my dad and like how my dad would act with me and my dad's amazing and I'm like God just understands my heart. He understands me. He wants me to come to him a lot because that will make my life better, not because he's going to punish me if I don't. So anyways, so here are some goals for spirituality that I'm doing. One of my best friends from the gym is a Christian and I love Texas because everybody's Christian. So like, even though we don't go to the same church, we all just like connect on not everybody's Christian that's obviously an exaggeration but we all connect on like values and it's kind of fun so um, we all are like oh God's real and people talk about God a lot more um, frequently here like even in the grocery store people will say like God bless you and I'm like that's so interesting that I grew up in a super religious town and we, we never talk about God 
we never talk about him like like that it's been kind of freeing for me I love it and that's why I feel like I've been able to talk about God on Instagram and stuff because like in Texas like God is real and God is in the details and God is in the conversation a lot and so when God was in the conversation with one of my best friends from the gym um, she was like I just did the most transformative thing um, during quarantine I wrote down my prayers for 40 days and like I wrote them all down so like she would kind of like plan out her prayer it sounded like to me but she followed a she followed like a prayer prompt journal or something and she's like it was the craziest thing I'd ever done I just went back from like the days that I started and I realized like all of my prayers like God God has been answering my prayers this whole time and if I didn't write them down I would not have known that so she's specifically writing down her prayers it's very different than just journaling right it's like being specific so when you do that then you're able to bring consciousness to God working into your life so I did that the other I've so that's what I've been doing is I get excited to like discover God in the details of my life and so I've been writing down my prayers I literally did it the first time the first time I wrote down my prayer and then I went to sleep and I'm having Navy do it with me and like coming at it from like such a place of positivity and the other day she was like hold on mommy I'm praying and I'm like this is what I've been trying to do for six years and like it's taking care of itself and like God is good and I love it anyways so the very first night I wrote down my prayers I went back to it the next night and I was like oh my gosh all of the things that I asked for he did and I would not have remembered if I didn't write it down and I texted this friend and I was like you just like elevated my spirituality so much like thank you so much um so that's a goal that I'm doing to make spirituality more tangible as I'm like bringing my thoughts into a phys- into the physical world because I'm writing them down and then I can go back check check back later and see that God is so in the details and I promise you if you do that you'll be like oh my gosh he's been answering my prayers and I didn't even know if he was listening and he totally is but I just like didn't remember and it's totally fine like it we're just like part of the human experience and we're figuring it out so that's my spiritual goal for health I am trying to go higher plane so I'm trying to experiment with this like um, lower carb thing because truthfully you guys I love carbs I would never want to cut them I never understood it but I realized I had so much judgment about it and I never tested it and so I am coming at it from a different space I'm not doing like the ketogenic diet although they're similar I'm basically doing an eating window with more fats um, more proteins from God in their simplest forms and like the carbohydrates that I eat are from the earth so it's like sweet potatoes zucchini fruit stuff like that okay so I'm cutting out um the humans messing with God's process basically and it was hard I'm not gonna lie like I don't I love my meal plan because it's like high grain and high uh, high carb because I just think carbs make you happier and it's easier to do and I got really good results that way and it was really enjoyable this has been a little more challenging for me it's been but I will say that in terms of mental clarity and in terms of energy 
I do notice the benefits and I am, I do notice that like in terms of a body fat percentage, like I don't have any anymore. So I got to increase <laughs> because it's been working very well, which has been great. So if you have been trying to lose weight and you can't, um, I probably, I'm going to be coming up with some sort of a meal plan, but I think I'm going to be doing like a monthly membership. So that's now we're moving on to the, the wealth goal, which is, um, my business. So my business goal, I've kind of taken the pressure off of everything and just like decided that I'm going to be brave and I'm going to be the vessel of inspiration and I'm going to work hard and then I'm going to share that information and then the number is going to take care of itself when I'm really focusing on the value and focusing on helping people. And so I'm taking the pressure off of the number. There's a number I've always wanted to hit and that's exciting to me, but now I'm just like being patient and I'm like, this can take time and I don't have to stress about it. And it's just fun. So I'm like, I'm just going to help people. And I think that'll naturally take care of themselves because when everybody increases, then money is just an exchange of, um, like everybody increases. So like if my service is providing a lot of value, that will naturally happen because I have to be fed in order to provide it. And people will be happy to pay me because I am elevating their lives and then I feel elevated and they feel elevated and nobody's gypped, okay? It's like everybody feels awesome and everybody feels like they're getting a lot of value. So I'm just letting that take care of itself and I'm not having any expectations. I'm just like connecting to God and like saying, okay, putting my goals aside and I'm letting you work through me to help your children. And then I'm very confident that like the money aspect will just take care of itself. Um, so I'm not making any money right now really. And that's great. And that's totally fine. I love it. Um, and so, um, what else? Okay. So relationships. So for my relationships and I've been helping some of my clients, do this as well. I read this thing that said, um, and it's like research based and everything. It was super cool. That said that our thoughts are only, or sorry, our relationships are only determined by the thoughts that we have about people. And that's it. And I've like, I think I did a podcast about this the other week. I can't remember. Good morning. Um, and so basically like the only, only, only way that we have relationships with people is our thoughts about them. That's it. Like, yes, we get to like hug them and stuff, but that creates a thought and that creates a feeling. So there's a model. I'm going to say the model again, because this is like the new truth that I'm operating under. And it's like been mind blowing for, for freeing me from all of these things I've been working on. And all I needed was this little model. And then my brain just kind of figured it out. So there's a model that says that we are in control of our thoughts and our thoughts are what create our feelings, okay? So every time that there's a circumstance, we have a thought about it that's in our control that makes us feel something. We never have emotion without a thought and a thought is in our control. And then when we have emotion, that's when we act. So for my relationship, um, if my relationship with Raleigh is truly determined only by the thoughts that I have about him and I control my thoughts, I can choose to elevate my whole relationship with Raleigh by myself. Raleigh doesn't even need to be involved. It's all up to me. Isn't that cool? I'm like, wait a minute. I can design 
and have the perfect relationship in my thoughts. And what I think that it does is it actually just like makes everybody feel good and then everybody starts feeling awesome and then the relationship naturally like both people really do start acting better um so I think that like when you focus on what you can control about your thoughts in your relationship then the other person feels better and then they start acting the way that maybe you would want them to act but you're not forcing it does that make sense so like for me a big thing with Raleigh I was always like I want you to help me with the twins and love it I'm like, I don't want you to have any, like I had all of this expectations, like all these expectations for Raleigh. I'm like, I want you to help me put the twins to bed. And if you have one grumpy look on your face, then I'm I'm over you. You know what I mean? Poor Raleigh. I'm actually a really great wife, but you know, I just decided, you know what? When I get down to it, I know Raleigh is like his, I love Raleigh to pieces. Like he's totally my person. So why am I? Like, so if I focus on all of those thoughts, then, um, I want to operate under that space and just like experiment and see how that feels. So my thoughts were something like this. I totally got this with the kids. Like I don't feel dumped on or whatever. Like I'm going to be calm and ask for help. But if Raleigh is too busy to help or if he doesn't want to help or whatever, that's totally fine. I can do it. But what happened was Raleigh totally like wanted to help because I wasn't coming at him. So like guns a blazing, as I said in a previous podcast, I was just like, hey, babe, like um, it would really help me right now if you could if you could put the twins down. But like if you're too busy, it's totally fine. I totally got it. But I would love some help. And it was truly like not in a manipulative way. I was just like, I kept telling myself, like, I totally got this. Like, it's crazy how much energy I have to give to Raleigh and my family. I love it. And so I would just like, hey, like it would help me and I could be a little more efficient if if I had two people. But like if you if you can't right now, because Raleigh works so hard, you guys, like Raleigh's working to like midnight every night. He's the most intense person I know. I love him. He has all this stuff. He has all this stress in his life. I'm like, you need to like let me coach you. But he's like, oh, you're so cute. I love you. But I have to... I have to do all my business stuff and it's really stressful and you don't get it. And I'm like, okay, I totally get it. That's totally fine. But anyways, so, um, so I, I would approach the whole situation with like a very calm, like in a sense of like power instead of I'm drowning and I need your help. Please help me. You never help me. Right? Like that's a very different thing. Even though the result that I want is Raleigh to help me, the way that I present it sets the stage for how our life is going to go. And so now I'm just like, I'm like, I had this thought going around, like, like, um, I don't know. I don't know what the thought was, but I just changed my thoughts to this. Raleigh and I are truly teammates. If Raleigh can't help me, it's not to hurt me. It's because he's too busy and he gets to be who he gets to be. And I get to be who I want to be. And I'm going to love him. I'm going to love the heck out of him. And that's all I can do. And guess what? All of our our relationship these past couple of weeks, because I decided to say we're teammates, I'm not going to come at him. I'm not going to blame him. I'm not going to get offended. I'm just like, I love who I am and I love who Raleigh is and I love him. And that's it. Period. Right? Like if my relationship is my thoughts about Raleigh, my thoughts about Raleigh are very good. And it's like, 
and they're true. It's what I really do believe about him. I'm just focusing on addressing our relationship with, like with my power back. And so, so yeah, I took all my power back of my life and I'm like, oh, I'm mega mom. I can do everything. If you want to come, I'd be super grateful. But if not, like I totally got this because I know that at his core, like Raleigh loves me and loves our family and would help if he could. And if he couldn't, because for some reason he's stressed or whatever, that's fine. Like, but what happened is then he, he did help because I didn't come at him. Like you need to help me right now. I was better at planning. I was better at communicating because I would want to love Raleigh. I don't want And then Raleigh loves me right back and it's like really great and I don't get offended. I'm just like, okay, at his core, if I'm looking at his soul, Raleigh wants the best for me and my family. Raleigh loves me. That's it. Like I don't need to spend so much time having all these expectations on how I want him to do things because I know that he loves me and I know he loves my kids and I know he's working his butt off. Like those are my truths. That's just true. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. He loves my family. He never, like, he's doing so many things right. He's doing the best that he can. And I'm doing the best that I can. And we can get together and just love each other. And that's, like, what I'm operating under. And it has been so freeing. And I'm like, I love you so much. Like, you really are doing so much. And it's helped me. It's helped me just, like, re-fall in love with him. Because I've been focusing on all of the things that he's doing right And taking my power back and not being like, oh my gosh, like I need so much help. I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally got this. And I'm like the master of my life. And if you could help me and come along, I would be so grateful. But if not, like I totally know we're teammates and you probably have some, um, some work that you're really stressed about that like you have a, like, cause Raleigh is like a bajillion things to do. And that's just true. You know what I mean? So I, I took all my power back with that and it feels super good. And like any time that I'm feeling like any any kind of insecurity about my relationship, I'm like, oh, like I don't have to I don't have to worry about that because like we decided that we know Raleigh and we know me and we both love each other and so like there's no need to like dwell on like insecurities or anything like that. It's just like, oh, that's the truth we're operating under. It's really fun. And so if you realize that you can't control your partner, right? You can only control you. That's it. You can only control your thoughts and your whole relationship is determined around the thoughts that you have about your partner. So you can choose those thoughts if you want to. And it's, it's like the same process of, and I said this, it's like when you're dating, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, when you're dating, you're focusing only on the good stuff. And you can do that again, unless there's like a seriously an issue, right? Like you have to get down to like your heart and their heart. Is their heart good? Is Are they there for you? Are they your teammate? If they are, stop dealing with all the drama and just support each other. Like don't, it's not a like, well, what did you do for me? And like, oh, are we going to have, well, I don't want to have sex with you tonight because you didn't help me with the kids today. You know what I mean? It's like, no, it's like, oh my gosh, I love you. I'm so grateful to be in a, in a relationship with you. I'm so grateful that I found my person. That's my life. That's in my life. Like that's the truth I want to operate under instead of this, like keeping score or blaming the other person for something that's going wrong. No, take your power back. You can only control you. You can't control the other people. You can just be in a really good spot 
present problems really well and then your partner will naturally follow suit like they will want to help you if you are living like that but when you come at them with blame with shame and with a bunch of like negative emotion you're like ah! like they're not going to react they're they're not going to react well that's just how it goes that's how human nature goes if a stranger on the street came up to you and was like and was like you parked your car so stupid how dare you park your car like that like imagine your reaction you'd be like what the crap like you would go on defense mode right but if somebody came up to you and said hey i'm so sorry i'm trying to park next to you um i know you probably didn't even realize that like you parked wrong but like is there any way you can move your car no i'm sorry it's inconvenient maybe not even apologize but like is there any way you could move your car that would really help me out that's a whole different like conversation you know what i mean and, and you can feel the feelings associated with that conversation. So when you're bringing that into your relationship, it's a very, very different thing to bring your husband an issue where you're emotional or when you're coming at it. Sorry, the wind starts blowing and then you can't hear me. I'll walk backwards. If you're super emotional and you're coming at him when you're in victim mode, then he's not going to respond well and then it's going to make the problem worse if you take your power back and say i'm and if you take all your power back and say my relationship is determined by my thoughts i'm going to start about start out with all the thoughts that make me feel loved i'm going to search for all of the evidence that my partner has been doing to make me feel loved and taken care of and this is to say if you are in a bad relationship that is of course a different story but a lot of the time we are in a good relationship and we just focus on like this this like scoreboard relationship or like who's doing who for what and who's you know and then it's like off balance like if both people just like can love each other and love themselves then you can get together and just like have the best relationship ever you know what i mean so when you are when you are um when you are looking for looking to elevate your life think about your goals in those four areas health wealth relationships spirituality here is a great place to start health Go on a walk for 30 minutes a day. Don't miss it. Be super specific about it. Like that's your goal. Go on a walk for 30 minutes a day. Move your body for 30 minutes a day. That's where you start. Wealth, Having changing your thought patterns about money. It's a great, really dissecting. Oh, there's a turtle. Oh, crap, I should take it home to Navy, but that would be gross. She'd be so stoked. Hi, cutie. Um, so really like dissecting like what are my beliefs about money do i believe is the money a source of tension for me is money like what are my belief systems and really debunking those and realizing that your relationship with money is all determined by your thoughts about it and that's it like you could literally have a thought and you could focus on the thoughts that make you feel like you're in an, in an abundance mindset and you say well the truth is the truth is that during corona blah 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 Okay, I totally get that, right? Like coronavirus right now, all my businesses are shut down. We have like, nobody's coming to them. But guess what? Guess what my truth is right now? I'm not freaking out about that because I, I have said, oh, Raleigh and I will figure it out. We always do. We're going to be totally fine. Then I can execute. And there's no drama and there's no excess worry because that just makes everybody stressed. 
So I'm like, let's take action. Let's figure out what we can do. And it's been great. It's been totally great. Like we have, we're figuring it out and like the money is going to take care of itself eventually. And it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like there have been other opportunities brought to us and like, it's been totally great because we decided that we weren't going to freak out about it. We were just going to like pivot and change course and see what other areas in our lives we could like do like your relationship with money is totally determined by your thoughts about it and my thought I'm choosing to say we're gonna be totally fine because Raleigh and I Raleigh and I work and we're executors like we get the job done we're not you know we are we work really hard it's totally fine that all of our businesses are closed everybody's going through a hard time right now we're gonna be fine there's no need to stress about it because stress just doesn't do anything. It doesn't serve us. It just prevents us from taking action. So, um, if, so that was wealth. So I highly, highly, highly recommend going and really doing some thought work around what you believe about money. And you'll notice that what you believe about money is your reality about money. If you believe that it's really hard, then it's probably hard for you to make. If you believe that money comes freely and easily, I bet it's, I bet making money isn't an issue. Like there are people out there who just like truly believe that money comes freely and easily. And there are so many ways to make money. And that really is true. Like we live in such an amazing time right now. Everybody has equal opportunity. Everybody has an iPhone. Everybody has, you know, a computer and Wi-Fi. Like it you can, you are so capable. Like there's always a way, there's always a way. Um, so that's wealth, health, wealth, relationships, do the model, get some like core anger thoughts about like, what do I want to, what are the truths about my relationship? Like deep down, not like what I'm annoyed about right now, but deep down. And what are some positive things I can think for the basis of my day? That's going to help me feel connected. Cause you can feel connected just by thoughts you can connect to their you who your person is and be and feel love for them without them even being there and then you can you can come at them and say oh my gosh I just love you and they didn't even do anything they're like okay thanks right because you just like did some thought work around who they are and really got down to like their heart and their core and you being grateful that you guys found each other that puts you in like a high vibe state and you're like I love you like, oh my gosh, so much better. Um, health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, spirituality. Start writing down your prayers. If you're not religious, why not just try it? Like, why not just try it? There's also a really good thing where you can pick something that um, the universe can talk to you through, like a color or a smell or a flower or whatever. And I read that and I thought it was a little bit silly. Um, and And, you know, I'm constantly just, like, reading and, like, trying to get more information on spirituality of, like, different forms. And I'm, like, super Christian and everything. But I think that there's there's truth. So I'm, like, I'm open to truth, you know. Um, And so somebody said, like, if you pick a, a way that the universe can talk to you, then all of a sudden you'll start noticing that the universe is, like, kind of, like, really present in your life. So for me, I like was joking about it after I had heard this 
and I was like, okay, universe, you can talk to me in the color yellow because I love the color yellow and it like makes me feel good. I'm like, okay, you can talk to me in the color, color yellow. Um, and like, and I just said that and I like threw it out there and I made the decision. So then I was picking out Navy's outfit, like literally 10 minutes after I said this, I was picking out Navy's outfit and I looked down at this like outfit that I had picked out. I didn't even realize that I had done this morning and it was a shirt and in big, 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 bright letters, it said yellow. I was like, okay, universe. It was bizarre, you guys. It was literally 10 minutes after I said, okay, universe, you can talk to me in, in yellow. And then I like picked Navy's outfit out and then I stopped and I looked back at what I had just pulled out of the laundry, which like she hadn't worn this shirt forever. I didn't even remember. And it was this shirt that said yellow, like in big block letters. It was so funny and crazy. So you can try that. Like, is there something that you could pick and just experiment with it. Like don't go in with any like preconceived notions. Like this isn't gonna work. Like why not just be open to it? It's kind of fun. It's fun to like live your life, like looking for things that are life-giving. So health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, little goals get you on the path, elevate every, every aspect of your life and uh, it'll be awesome. All right, y'all gotta go get my kiddos. They're probably gonna wake up in 20 minutes and uh, Raleigh will need to go to the gym. Okay, so I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye.